let's go ahead and get started. I appreciate you guys for being here today. And I am just so thankful for having these community meetups and, and bringing in speakers because when we do these speaker series for small business owners, especially those across the US, no matter where they're at, startup to legacy or just build up, um, we wanna give them courage and confidence. Encourage and confidence is what underscores all of our choices, right? So we wanna give them the availability to sit here and listen, learn and leverage. And that's why we have guests on that, that share their story, their insights and their journey each week. And this week I'm excited because we've got John Knapp on and John runs a national insurance brokerage. He's worked with small business since 1988 and he has been building up the American dream and protecting it for so long that he just, he understands insights and stories and leverage more than anybody. And, uh, and I've had the pleasure of working with him for 13 years. So I'm just very excited to introduce him today. Um, John, before we get started, we're gonna have the community members that are here to support you today, introduce themselves. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. My name is Adam Griggs. I'm the co-founder of a software platform called Clarify, and I'm your moderator today. Jonathan, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, my name is Jonathan Graziano. I am part of the GoDaddy uh, brand uh, social media team. Uh, so I am uh, working on engagement strategies and helping to facilitate and build communities within GoDaddy. Beautiful. Thank you. Chris, what about you? Happy Thursday, everyone, or whatever day it is, whenever you watch this. My name is Chris Boyk. I'm from Boyk Consulting. We help companies focus on the right things and get more work done, improve cash flow, reduce inventory, all that fun stuff. Yeah, thank you for being here. Chris is going to be a speaker coming up in the series, so I am excited for him to be able to share his knowledge. Um, today, we've got John Knapp on. Like I said, he's been serving the small business community since 1988. John, why don't you give us a little bit of backstory into who you are, what you do, and how you got started in the industry? How I got started in the industry was I was working in warehousing, and uh, I went down to talk to the sales department and said, hey, I, I don't want to break my back all my life. Uh, I want to get into sales. And the guys asked me, well, what do you think sales is? I said, well, what I think I would want to do is, you know, work really hard for the next four or five years, build up a large base of business and just sit back and take care of those. And the guy laughed at me and said, you should become an insurance agent. So I said, okay. So I went over and talked to a gentleman who was my insurance agent and that's how I got started. I got licensed and started selling. I, I like that story because you were proactive in your approach to it. You know, somebody kind of laughed at your your thought of what you wanted to do and jokingly said, you should try insurance. And you took that and ran with it. Um, and that was 1988. So that was, you know, a, a time when things were starting to progress and technology was coming on to the, to the scene pretty heavily. Um, and a lot's changed since then. So Tell us about your journey as an insurance broker and what made you pursue working with small businesses in general? Well, when I started, I jumped in selling cars, homes. And uh, at that time, I had to work evenings and Saturdays. And I had a growing family. We had, when I started my career, I had three children. It turned out to be five children after a while. And I just didn't want to work evenings and uh, Saturdays. So I talked to a small tire dealer, got his insurance, 
you know, I thought, you know, I can talk to people during the day. Then, you know, I, then it came around to HVAC, uh, an air conditioning contractor. I talked to him and, you know, we became friends. And so I started talking his lingo because I was around him a lot. So I said, well, I'm going to go talk to all the HVAC guys in the area. I did that, picked up a lot of it. Uh, I set up a, a small association uh, to give them discounts on workers' compensation. Then I expanded it from into the county and into the entire state and went to other states surrounding. So I just kept on building on that. After that, you know, I said, hey, plumbers are the same thing as HVAC. So I started talking to plumbers, electricians. They all needed to, they all wanted to have a contract with generals. So I started talking to generals. So it just was the complete circle. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a ripple effect <clears throat> when you're yeah. talking with small business owners. I like the story as far as your decision and your decision-making process, right? So many of us think that somebody like yourself who, who in the business community, you're well-known. You're somebody who has understood and worked with small, small businesses for so long that it's almost taken for granted the reason why you got into it. You know, you got into it because you wanted to be with your family. You wanted to be home on nights and weekends. And that was a de decision you made willingly without knowing how and where to get into it because you knew at some opportunity or some crossroads in the future, you were gonna have the aptitude and the capability to jump into that environment and make what you wanted to have come true. And so many of us see successful people that are in environments we wish we could be part of. And we think, well, they, they were given that from somebody, or maybe they were pulled into that. And you, you made the proactive decision. And I think that's powerful. I think that's, that's a positive thing for people, especially entrepreneurs to hear and understand. Well, the big thing is, is nothing, you have to sacrifice something to get something. Um, you know, I always were told that, you know, you have to be real lucky to be successful. And how I always look at it, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And, you know, I, you know, most of the, in my early career, probably 60 to 80 hours a week, I put into it. But, you know, I had the availability to go to the kids' games, uh, take a Friday off when I wanted to, uh, and just change my work schedule to fit my needs. And, and shoot basketball behind you, right? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I love that. And I love that it grew. I mean, when you, when you approach something from a position of passion, doing something that you love, and you love working with small businesses, we've had you know, moments where we've seen people that have just thrived because of their confidence that you've given them. And you love seeing that and working with that. But I love that it expanded and spilled over into working with niche markets, markets that you can understand, like you said, with the air conditioning company. You know, they gave you the availability to speak their lingo and understand what their needs were and having a better picture brings better rates and better business, right? So I love that. When you're working with niche markets, you find that you're able to ask better questions. You find that people are open to sharing knowledge and expanding, you know, across uh, and less so in fear of competition anymore. Absolutely. When you talk to a, a specific market, you know, they, they'll open up to you. You know, they'll, they'll teach you what the things that you don't know 
the things that you've learned from the other people in that you know industry, you know you can relate to them. They can give them give them uh, they'll give you back their uh, perspective on how they feel about certain things in the industry. So it's you know you collaborate uh, between all the different people uh, you know in in the in that field. You know, there's a lot of competition. They, they don't talk to each other, you know, but I'm like an intermediary that will, you know, talk between them. You know, I don't give any specific information, but I do, you know, well, this is, helps this guy. You know, this doesn't help this guy. Right, so. I love it. And, and, and it's a it's a powerful position to be in when you think about it, because you're building a community, small business in itself is building of their community because they hire employees and they build up families. But when you work in niche industries, you're building their community. And the more that you understand and work with them and take care of them, it reciprocates, right? I mean, obviously, when you talk to your first air conditioning company or your plumbing company and you did well by them and you did it in the right fashion and you shared your perspective and you shared some of your knowledge and understanding, they saw that as valuable and they spoke highly of you. And you were able to do that with many, many, many contractors in the, in those industries. And I feel like if you were doing it the wrong way, or if you were being cutthroat or sharing information with one and not with the other, uh, it obviously would have, you know, it, it would have showed and reared its ugly face and you wouldn't have been as successful as you have been. So I appreciate you for sharing that. It would slow the growth. Yeah. Jonathan, did you have a question? Yeah, I just want more of a comment. I just wanted to say that it makes me think a lot about I always working working in social, like just spending all my time in in social media. Um, I don't think there's anything more valuable than word of mouth. Like any, there's no kind of advertising you could pay that is going to have more more of an impact on me than if I get a recommendation from someone that I trust or someone that I know. And I think it's I was I'm so I'm it, it was I was so cool to hear you talk about how you met this one person in this one industry and instead of immediately just saying I'm going to solve a problem for you by giving you insurance or I'm going to solve a problem for you by doing business you learned from him you you formed a relationship with him and that alone is what I think not exclusively but I think that had such a huge impact on the effectiveness effectiveness that you had with those other people that you went with in the industry who you networked with because it's very clear that there was enough word in that community that you were trying to learn what their needs were right it wasn't just I'm here to make a profit off of you or I'm here to you know to to cross my t's and dot my i's it was so much about building that community and building that network with people to say like hey listen I'm going to learn about what your business is and I'm going to help you in that vein. And I, I, I can't help but think that there are so many other entrepreneurs out there or, or people who are um, very focused on a lifestyle, right? On a certain lifestyle that they want to live or certain goals that they have who aren't sure how to go about building a client base or about, you know, getting that sort of access. And I think this is such a great way to start is just get to know the people, right? Get to know these people and learn them past their business, learn from them past their business and, and what they do as a vocation and learn about what they need as a person and what their personal goals are. And I, I do, I think you did yourself such a service by talking to these people and building that community. I can imagine there are a lot of people watching this who might have someone in the back of their mind is, oh, you know what, I know this person really well. And maybe their network could become my network one day. And I would encourage them to go ahead and do that and embrace that relationship because it's very clearly something that works. And it's, yeah, it's very cool to hear. 
Yeah, I I really feel like when you're working with a community like you have, you know, John and Jonathan, thank you for saying all of that. I, I, I just appreciate the impact that community can have when they share information and knowledge, but it goes beyond that. When you ask real questions, like expandable questions, and you start finding out what somebody's needs really are, you do develop a relationship. And like John said, he became friends with that HVAC owner, you know, the owner of that air conditioning company. And it's, it's powerful to see that because that creates a bond. And when you create a bond, you build visions and ventures. You don't send invoices, right? It's not about showing up and taking somebody's order like a waiter because we know that technology is coming and technology can do that just as well. You don't want the relationship. Obviously, you're replaceable. And one of the most powerful things I've learned in my career, and, and I have to give kudos to John on this because he is the single largest factor in developing my network and understanding of small businesses, is knowing that the relationship matters more and not just showing up like a waiter and taking their order. We have to make recommendations that will matter and make an impact. And if we can do that, then we can have leverage and strength in numbers. We can show confidence and courage. And people are going to make choices that are going to grow their companies. And when they grow, you grow, right? We start out with small business owners with big dreams. And one day they become big business owners with big dreams. And you get to be part of that journey. And that's such a powerful and tangible thing. And I love that. So John, I kind of want to shift gears a little bit. I mean, you've been working with niche markets for so long, right? You've been expanding and, and building your knowledge base and working with these communities and really just powering the American dream. What do you see as far as the future? Now that a lot of us are, are disconnected, we're working remotely. I mean, how do you see that progressing forward? I, I see in a lot of growth in a lot of industries. Uh, Construction is only hampered by the lack of employees uh, going into it. The restaurants are coming back on, in line. Uh, you're going to see a lot of people uh, use those facilities because of you know they they've been have gotten used to not going to work anymore, but to have the abilities to uh, work away from uh, brick and mortar uh, remotely where they can go into a Starbucks, a McDonald's or, you know, their choice and, you know, get on the computer and, you know, do their work there. So I think uh, there's going to be a big expansion. Uh, the only thing that's going to hamper it is probably the tax taxes that are going to be coming down the line to slow the economy. Yeah, I feel like we've, we've already seen so many images of neighborhood restaurants and bars and, and stores being filled with people that have just been dying to get back out. And I know that the, the, the consumer society we have is one thing, but people really love locale, right? They love supporting their local companies, their local initiatives, their local stores. Um, and they like to be out and have that connection with friends and, and family. And as a business owner, and I'm just speaking from my own personal experience, I feel like we are more connected than ever. And that's been very hard to know when to draw the line, but we're allowing ourselves to have a connection that's just gone beyond you know, the application, gone beyond the relationship of broker and, and client, right? Or, or somebody who's working with like, like Chris on the call, Chris Boyd, you know, if you're working with somebody who is a consultant and a small business owner, we get to see their families. And Chris had mentioned this in an earlier call last month that 
we're having the opportunity to be introduced to their lives and, and see them as people and as business owners. And I feel like that's perpetuating and empowering, um, hopefully a stronger growth for people to wanna take on the entrepreneurial dream, to wanna share their vision and have the courage to step up. This is, this is great. John, what do you feel for small business is one of the single greatest things that you could do from your perspective as an advisor? What is the, the tip that you can give somebody who's thinking about jumping in and chasing their passion? When they uh, chase their passion, they never go to work because they love what they're doing. They're gonna uh, learn what they're doing. Uh, to me, you know, I started my career at age 25. I wish I could have started at age 18. Uh, just figure out what your skills are and understand, you know, where to go. Talk to people in a lot of different industries. If something uh, excites you, go try it. If you love it, make a career out of it. I love it. Find what you love and do it. Do it early. Chris. John, did you have any mentors that really helped you along the way that encouraged you, motivated you, gave you additional advice as to how to actually run your business or that inspired you at the times when you felt most depressed? Uh, the, the wife was the one who motivated me most. Uh, we have, you know, when I got married, I figured, you know, once I got married, I was going to be poor. And once I started having kids, I was going to be poor. So we just did it all together. And just was poor all together. So she motivated me to get out there and strive to do it. But every morning I wake up, I look at the mirror and I, I know it's going to be the best day I've ever had. So it's just the motiva motivation that I have to make it the best day. Uh, if there's problems that come up, you know, we deal with them as soon as we can because I'm not going to worry about them you know, down the road. Uh, mentors, uh, I was always been a very independent person. And I learned from a, a majority of people, but I always hated to take directions uh, as from a teacher to a student type thing. So I went to peers, I went to, you know, I learned mostly from, from the business owners I dealt with. And that's where I learned. I really don't have, I never really sought out any mentors. I, I tested all my theories on myself and I failed numerous times. Uh, one thing that I did do religiously was take a bunch of notes in my early careers to figure out what I did do, what was good. And one things I did do was bad. And if I do go into a slump, I go see what I was doing that made me successful and what I was doing what didn't make me successful. And it seems like every time I got into a slump, I did the same things on those notes. I love that. That was such a powerful question, Chris. Thank you for asking that. And I feel like for our community members, so many of them align with you, John. You know, a lot of people that are in our community are small business owners that don't have mentors that are, you know, either raising them up and teaching them the ways of the, of the world, or 
they're in the same industry and they just feel that friction, you know, when they're starting because they're, they're, there's give and take, right? Sometimes you either have a pride issue and somebody might be innovative or maybe you're just too new and you, you feel like you don't have enough courage, confidence or a success rate to be working with those people. And I love that you shared that because it's powerful to be able to listen and learn and kind of take away. And that's, that's how I've learned is, you know, kind of a mixed, mixed medium, right? I've got my mentors, you're one of them. Um, and then I've also learned from small business owners and I've learned from moments like this where we've listened in to small business owners that are sharing their story. They've shared what challenges they had, how they found success, how they re-motivated themselves to, to rekindle the journey or maybe pivot or even drop what they're doing and find a new passion. You know, we've had some of those stories. Um, so I appreciate that and I love that. Well, one thing that I've always found out, <clears throat> I never went out to sell insurance and that, that's my job. Basically, I went out there to inform uh, and try to build a relationship if, and I never expected a sell. But if you do the right things and do the ethical things and just tell the truth about stuff that you know, the sales come. You don't have to sell, the sales will come. Yeah, that's so true and I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That really, that that really stuck. That really stuck with me, and that's so much, so much of what I see every day when when we're you know we see some of our customers launch their websites for the first time or launch their businesses for the first time. It's remarkable to see the differences between the people who post about this is our you know this is on sale, this is on sale, this is on sale versus the people who post their about me section, right? And they say like I got into this because my mother taught me and I love making this product or I love this you know I always grew up wanting to run my own business or you know solve this problem and you get you get the story behind it and there and this kind of goes back to what we talked about a little earlier. Um, it's that human connection. It's that thing where you go, I, this person could very well just be trying to sell something to me, but it means so much more when I know that they're just trying to help me. They're trying to inform me. They're trying to add value to my day outside of just a transactional relationship. And I think there are a lot of people out there who, when they think about starting a business, and it's, it's, a, li it's a little counterintuitive because when you start a business, the first thing you think of is you're like, I, I want this to be successful, right? I want to start a business so it works. But it's so important to remember that part of the building blocks of your business is establishing that ability to, to build those relationships with people. And, and as an entrepreneur of being able to do that thing where you go, listen, I might not make a sale today, but if I've talked to 10 different people who've learned something from me, they might come to me next time they need something, or they might remember me next time one of their friends needs to learn more about this. And I think it's such a, you do such a service to yourself and to your community when you, when you put yourself out there and you let yourself just talk to people and just meet people and do that, do that thing where you share your business with them outside of just the end goal. And you know, it, it's, it's incredible to hear from people who have just launched their business and then from people like you who know exactly, you know, who have been in it for a while and, and have tried and true you know, results in doing it this way. It's, it's very encouraging. It's very encouraging. And it's what I get so excited about with watching our customers every day and hearing from you. I, I can have that much more enthusiasm for what they're doing because it's gonna work, right? It's gonna work. They're going after what they love and they're just gonna go after it until it comes through. Yeah, business today is not to be taken as a commodity. I mean, it is 
It can be, but nobody wants to be chasing a new client every second of every day. Like John said, you, you want to build up a relationship with a community of clients and then take care of them because business, if you do it the right way, can be generational. And when it's generational, it is built and, and it is intertwined in the roots of your family, your life and everything. And you can have a successful career. And I just, I love that. So John, thank you for sharing that with us. And Jonathan and Chris, thank you for your comments and kudos on that. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. There is, we, we hear from so many different people in so many different industries and every single, every single time we wrap up one of these, I always, I always walk away with something new and it's, it is, I get, I hear from entrepreneurs like you and I look at the rest of my day and think of who I'm going to talk to. And it makes me that much more excited to encourage them with their ventures or whatever it is. So thank you for coming and sharing your, your insights with our community. It really means a lot, John. Thank you. Yeah. Leading with conversation and informing people first is always, it's so important and so impactful. So thank you for doing that. Um, you know, I appreciate you sharing your insights with us today. And I feel like so many of the community members today are going to, they're going to take away the thought that if they work with one person, one time, the right way and build a relationship, it can have a ripple effect just like what you shared today. And you can build a, a lifetime that's a legacy, something that you feel confident and passionate about. So thank you for that.